one podcast. Mining the Magic the Gathering subreddits for salt. This is The Howling Salt Mine. It's The Howling Salt Mine. The Howling Salt Mine. Hey everybody and welcome back to The Howling Salt Mine podcast. I am your host, Sam, and as always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Mike and Tony. Say hey, guys. Pew, 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 pew. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are new to this podcast, what we do here on the Howling Salt Mine is we are delving into the subreddits that focus on Magic the Gathering, and we are finding the saltiest posts we can get. We're finding those posts about... Salty situations, salty players, you know, table dynamics, things like that. And we're we're hauling them up out of the mines and and we're talking about them. And uh, you know, maybe we'll make you laugh. I don't know. Maybe we'll make you cry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. If we make you cry, <laughs> wow. let us know. That's if a potent that, episode. A... Yeah. Please tell us. Yeah. Is this... it emotion though, or is it like, oh God, I want them to stop. <laughs> please like... release me from this prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're making you cry, you, you don't have to keep listening. You, you can pause it. It's totally okay. Yeah, pause it, dry your eyes, and then just get back into it, though. Let yeah. let us know for sure, though. <laughs> yeah, please let us know. That would be amazing. If Mike is sounding extra bassy today, it's because he just woke up. And got a new mic, courtesy of Samwell. And if I'm sounding extra bassy today... It's because I'm recovering from COVID Ooh. <laughs> and I feel like shit. Nice. <laughs> nice. But you know what else feels like shit? Getting salty when you play magic games. Am I right, guys? <laughs> but Sam, what's salt? Great question, Tony. I'm glad you asked it. I don't think we've ever talked about this before. Yeah, Appreciate this is it. new ground. Definitely not. We have not defined <laughs> this. Uh, yeah, salt is... Salt is a term for like frustrations that you feel when you play magic or really any game. You know, when something doesn't go your way or you are lining up a strategy and investing resources turn after turn and then someone just like fucks up your shit with a single card and you get mad. It's like gamer rage, but, you know, with a more interesting name. <laughs> uh, sometimes people cause it. Sometimes cards cause it. Sometimes just situations in the game, happenstance, good luck for others, bad luck for you. You know, salt can come from a lot of different places. Dope. <laughs> wow. Let's get it. Stunning commentary. Let's get at it. Huh. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it. Um, I have our first post right here. And this one comes to us from user Mutation SSB. If you guys see Mutation SSB on the subreddits, give them an upvote. And uh, hey, Mewtwo mains all, all day, all long, uh, all, all, all day, all long. God, COVID has <laughs> ravaged my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Super Smash Brothers fucking rules. Anywho, <laughs> the title of this post is, well, I did it. I got my first salty reactions. Mm. Oh, love nice. it. It's a moment of passage for all of us. <laughs> Mutation says, so I decided to go play some commander at my LGS local gaming store 
these last two days. And both days I got players full of salt. Mm, love to see it. <laughs> the first guy was running Prismatic Bridge as his commander. Naturally, rather threatening. So we decided to try and take him down a notch. Turn five comes around and he casts it. I negate it and he instantly scoops. <laughs> I had no clue why. It wasn't like he was near death or anything. Second guy, I was playing some tonight and I told everyone that I had an Anya deck that could win really fast and would be happy to switch to another deck if that was too powerful. Everyone said I was okay. Lo and behold, I win turn five. Guy says he has a problem with the player, not the deck. <laughs> <laughs> leaves the pod which by the way this is an organized event where you're supposed to play three games of the same pod to achieve objectives and refuses to elaborate after i ask what i did wrong it's honestly really bugging me like i go up against a lot of powerful decks all the time i just laugh it off and tell the player how cool their deck is so how do i not be so bugged by it it makes me not want to go back to the shop and play anymore Great post. I love this one. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I love the negate and instant scoop. Yeah. It's like, can't play my card. No, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. It's especially, especially when like your commander is so potent like that. Cause it's like, of course they're going to deal with it. And also, you really only have to wait like one extra turn in theory. But like, I have a prismatic bridge deck and I wouldn't scoop if like that happened to me, but I would certainly be filled with a lot of salt. Cause it's like in general, you're not doing anything else. When you go to play that card, obviously it's a powerful effect. And so you're just hoping that people just let you do it because like, that's what your deck does. So it's like, you know, let me do my thing. And then when people deny you of that because it's powerful, it definitely hurts. True. <laughs> but like, again, like you said, you have this deck and Mike and I have played against it a lot. That is the right move. Negate that shit. <laughs> yeah. Negate that shit when it comes out the first time every time yeah i mean our pod added i think pretty much every single deck in our pod <laughs> added additional enchantment removal when tony built <laughs> when tony built a prismatic bridge deck yeah. we all realized after like three games of just getting just clobbered by massive you know timmy's coming out of the deck that we needed some way to deal with it yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it it just comes out so hard and fast but tony when that has happened to you, do you feel like scooping? I mean, maybe a little bit. Like, I would never do it. Like, there's so much of the game left, but it it's such a feel bad. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> fuck me. I'll just sit here for a turn. Like, just wasted my five mana. And next turn, I'll try it again and hope that no one fucks my shit up. And like, I, that's definitely how I feel about it. And I probably react that way a little bit. And like, like someone will go to negate or something. I'll be like, really? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you definitely do that. Like, that's all like. Like, that's what you want to negate right now? <laughs> and then they're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. Like, fine. And then I just, like, sit there and do nothing for it. I feel like that's, like, the biggest piece, right? Like, you know you're just doing nothing for two full turns on turn, like, five and six feels really bad. Because it's not instant value. You don't get value until your next turn. So it's, like, it's a slower deck for sure. Uh, but it gets, like, totally out of hand. Yeah, but but oh, what value do you get once it hits? Yeah, like, for it sure. It's crazy. It is very interesting, interesting to me when people choose to scoop like this. Because like you said, Tony, worst case, you're sitting there doing nothing for like maybe one to two turns as you get your land drops to drop Prismatic Bridge, right? But to choose instead to sit there and do nothing for the entirety of the rest of the game and watch <laughs> three other people play, 
you're doing that to yourself. Like that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like it sucks to get it sucks to get knocked out of a game super early and watch the other three people play for another 45 minutes. To do that to yourself is like <laughs> just this level of like self salty masochism that is uh, uh honestly kind of impressive. <laughs> I'm just realizing that is is this Tony? Did Tony post this? Because Tony has both a bridge and an Anya deck. Yeah. <laughs> In my defense, the Anya deck is no longer together. Okay. So okay. Nami and also my Anya deck would win on turn like three, not turn yeah, five. So that's true. no, your Anya deck would never win. Yeah, you your Anya well, deck because would someone I would get World Gorger Dragon snapped to my fucking hand and then <laughs> lose everything I had. Oh man, so I'd always Those be on the, the cusp. Oh my fucking that was God. the fucking Talking best. <laughs> Yeah, so, so should we talk about this Anya piece? I mean, I, I think that Definitely. is like a really funny reaction for someone to have. Yeah, yeah. And, and like we we don't see the full situation, right? So it's like, I'm assuming that OP here is like coming at it all truths down, you know? Like yeah. they they had a fair situation. They said this is what we're going to do. I can see how an Anya deck could be annoying because like it twiddles itself every turn. So if every turn he twiddles himself for 10 minutes and like nothing happened and then on turn five he won i could see them being annoyed by that again because we sort of talk about the how it's the situation that generates assault but mm -hmm. it sounds more like this person just being a crybaby <laughs> yeah i think one of the things i love about this too is op being like hey how do i find the way to enjoy this experience a little bit more like these things are happening and it's interfering with my ability to have a, an enjoyable time and the nice thing is, at least from what's written, I don't think there's actions this poster needs to take. I think they just need to be uh, like able to kind of repeat the mantra of, I've done everything I need to do to try and ensure this pot is, is a fun experience. You know, like they brought it up in the pregame conversation. They offered to swap decks. They made it very clear what was going on. Uh, they did everything in their power, at least from what it seems like in the post. It's not on them to do anything more past that. They they just need to kind of take a deep breath and be like, okay, I've done my best to make sure this is fun. Let's carry on. Yeah, I totally agree, Mike. I mean, I think I think what mutation here is is saying in their post, like they've done everything right. And countering the prismatic bridge is just good play. Talking about the Anya deck. That is just responsible when you're dropping like a really powerful, strong deck. And to be honest, like Tony was saying, Tony's Anya deck was CDH level. He was popping out a win on turn like two or three, possibly. And yeah, it is a deck that does a lot of like tap on tap, tap on tap, draw, discard kind of stuff. But at the same time, winning on turn five, although fast, should not have been a huge surprise. And I don't know. I think sometimes people just have a bad day and are just being salty and sometimes people are just salty and, and you can't do anything about it so I, I don't think mutation did anything wrong here for sure so what do uh what do you think about the salt rating here boys hmm yeah i think uh, i'm gonna judge this in two halves because we've got two salty people here right so the the prismatic scooper i think that is full shaker that i think that is like a single grain of salt away from being a full shaker and then you drop that last grain in and it just like pops open. <laughs> they, they were like a single move away from just bouncing. Yeah, the shaker <laughs> cracked and then it just poured out all over the floor. Yeah. Like <laughs> For the, the second player, I mean, 
that's those are high levels of salt. I mean, that person is really sort of insulting OP here and saying, like, my problem isn't with your deck, it's with you, which is super shitty. And then to also leave during an organized event where you're supposed to be playing out your games, you're salty enough to ruin the day for not only the person who pissed you off, but the other people at the table, which is pretty wild. Yeah, that's the part that's impressive to me is that this isn't like a shaker situation. This is like you walk into a novelty store that sells, you know, exclusively Himalayan salt chunks because it's an <laughs> entire store of it. It's not just like one person. <laughs> You know, just to, to throw it out there, we talk about this a lot, but playing at local gaming stores is awesome. It's such a great place to have, you know, support your local store. It, it's always a cool space to hang and there are lots of cool people there. But sometimes the meta and the types of people you play against, it can be a real mixed bag. You know, you're hitting somebody when it's they're having a bad day or expectations are mismatched. You just don't really know what you're going to get. Yeah. LGSs are certainly where... Uh the veins run deep with salt <laughs> <laughs> where uh where else do these veins run deep sam do you got any anything else for us here Ooh, do i do i do i <laughs> so this is a really good one so this is a post from monday morning every once in a while we we pluck a post from monday morning you know this is the weekly stickied thread on the edh subreddit uh, basically, people come here, they talk about frustrations with their play groups. They talk about salt in general. I mean, this is just like, we love this. We love this thread. <laughs> uh, and this comes to us from a user, you how, who, mao. And maybe I messed that up and I apologize if I did. But user you, you how, who, mao says, and buckle up, guys, because this is, this is a very good one. <laughs> they say, there's this jerk who keeps getting into the games I'm in, and I just can't stand them. Half the time, they're just fine, funny, and engaging, and play some pretty fun decks. Then the rest of the time, they're a sulky, sullen, whiny jerk. All I do is pull lands. Well, that spell ruined my game. Wish I had a counterspell for that. Like, we get it. You don't have to comment on everything that happens. <laughs> when they lose, they always comment on how they just needed to put this or that into the decks. And it's like, well, you've complained every game that you should put that card and still haven't, so stop complaining. <laughs> they try to rush through their wins. I get it. They're nervous and often don't stop to let people respond to things. And by the time they're done explaining, they've already gone too far to fix the issue. The problem is it's impossible to stop getting games with them because it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the jerk. Sorry to the other folks in play DH if I'm a bit insufferable. Mm. <laughs> mm. That we, is good. We That's... love a salty confessional. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. That is so the best. Good. And this one is so well written, too. <laughs> I think an interesting piece of it, though, is like, I think everybody does some element of that. At the end of every single one of our games, and I think every game I ever play of EDH, every person around the table is like, oh, if I had one more turn, I was going to win. Or, <laughs> totally. oh, if I had done, like, we all do that. So <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, there's there's a bit of everybody in this post. You know, you were talking about it earlier, Tony, when your prismatic bridge would get counter, you'd be like, oh, are you really going to do that? You know, like there's there's always yeah. that running commentary of, man, like this fucking sucks. Nothing's going my way. I've definitely been there where I'm getting land flooded and I'm like, 
well, I guess I'll, I won't do anything again this turn because I suck and my decks are trash. And I just passed the turn. And I love the immediate reaction, though, when you do that. It's like another land and we'll be like, oh, yeah, OK, I'm going to draw uh, a peep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get about like one second of sympathy and then yeah. on to the next turn. <laughs> yeah. And also, I love that. I love that comment about always being like, oh, I just need to put this in my deck. I just need to tweak this and then never doing it. Yeah, we do that. Tony specifically has mentioned that a lot <laughs> where he's every time he plays a deck, he's like, I always say I need to put this fucking card in my deck and I never do it. It's like yeah. as soon as the game is over, that thought just leaves your brain. Yeah. And then next week you pick up the same deck that is still missing that card and you're like, well, how come this hasn't changed? Yeah, <laughs> For me, it's mostly lands. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure I played Brian. 10 times in a row and said i need more lands in this deck each time <laughs> really it was that i mulliganed brian like 30 times and was like oh i guess i still don't have enough land in this <laughs> yep still bad hasn't magically yeah. changed <laughs> this, this deck is still bad i i just i thought it would get better if i sat it on the shelf for a while but that didn't happen <laughs> the last thing that i really love about this one is their piece about rushing through wins and getting nervous because I totally get that. Like sometimes when I'm piloting a new deck, especially like, you know, I really love my combo decks. I love decks that have like these layered interactions where I'm just building a little machine and running through it. Tony's a very similar deck builder. So I, I think he probably feels the same way. And sometimes when you are running through those, you can feel like the clock. You can feel the hourglass above your head running out of sand. And all the other people are like, so what are you doing this turn? And you're like, just just another minute, please. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I, I got something here. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I like sometimes I like when you're playing in person too, because you can you can see someone start to play their next thing and their yeah. their hands shaking with pure nerd excitement a little yeah. bit. Like this could be the card. Like this could get me the win. <laughs> yeah, you just get you get anxious, you know. Well, yeah, because you don't want to get into the tank and then come up for air and be like sorry i didn't have it uh <laughs> which totally turn <laughs> yeah. yeah and i think there's also there's something that comes with experience the longer you play the game uh, at least in my experience with, with playing with you guys where you do become better at letting those triggers get on the stack letting them resolve and i think you also as a as an opponent get better at asking players to slow down and say like, Hey, I might've, I might've a response here. Like, can you just walk through it slowly for us? I think a lot of that comes from playing CDH, you know, our pod, we're generally pretty split. We do like 60% casual games, you know, 40% CDH games, generally speaking. And in CDH, it's very important to make sure you are triggering those, those effects on the stack appropriately. You are uh, hitting all of those effects, allowing people to respond because games can be won or lost on the stack. So we have taken that mentality of like organizing things and resolving things very cleanly and brought it into our casual games as well. And I think it makes the games more enjoyable and a little bit cleaner overall. For sure. That it does. But I will say, like when I'm playing a casual game and somebody's like, I like, oh, I play this thing. They're like, well, that goes on the stack. And I'm like, okay, what are you going to do? Like, let me know. <laughs> like, can it, can it happen now? Like, can I move on? Like, come on. Yeah. So good. 
Yeah, I think one of the things that's interesting about this post is for the most part, you know, they're not throwing cards. They're not leaving games in the middle. <laughs> none of the actions that they described are really, none of those are really a problem. It's uh, it's more of maybe like the emotions that they're coming out of that this Definitely. person is, is upset by. So it's kind of nice to be like, well, if that's the extent of your salt, yeah, that's that's annoying. But at least you can be confident in the fact that you're not really ruining the experience for other people by having those feelings and saying those things. You're just, you know, kind of getting in your own head about it, which, which is okay. And, and you can always find a way to improve on that. Yeah. There's like an internal salt that you can get where you're kind of beating yourself up or you're recognizing like, ah, my behavior's not great. My attitude isn't as good as I want it to be. You know, I'm kind of like being, uh, like they said, sulky, sullen, and whiny. Like, I love that. <laughs> And, you know, then there's this external salt where you really are like ruining someone else's game experience by just kind of lashing out or choosing to end the game or taking game actions that are, um, you know, going to cause salt in other people. And then you're just kind of spreading it around. So as far as, you know, this person goes, I, I think you're in a good spot and your self-awareness is commendable. So what do we think? Salt rating? Hmm. High? Low? We all have it. So... <laughs> We got to judge ourselves on this one, too. Yeah. I mean, this is like, I don't know. This is like a, a still pool of salty water because I can see my own reflection in it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you know, you, your body needs electrolytes. And I think salt is an electrolyte. There's a reason you need salt in your body. And this person's, it seems like has the right amount. Yeah, Maybe just the right amount for sure. It's so good. <laughs> One too many Gatorades. Yeah. yeah. Maybe lay off the Gatorade. Like they they just session. started to like, they're in that commercial and they just started to sweat the beads of Gatorade. Like. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, like, hey, you're doing great. We appreciate you. Oh, yeah. So you got another one? I do. You know, I do. Uh, so this one just feels right to ask. <laughs> yeah. So, so I got another post right here. This one actually comes to us as a comment response on one of our posts on the EDH subreddit. Mm. We asked some people for their salty stories and, and we got some, uh, some interesting posts from a couple folks. And this one comes to us from Magical Hacker, user Magical Hacker. If you guys have seen Magical Hacker around, they've been on the subreddit for a long time now. And what they do is they actually like fix your decks. You can send your hmm. deck to Magical Hacker and they will like tune it up for you, which oh, I think cool. is really cool. So, um, so you, you know, mean like the physical deck or you mean like just the list and like, like the list, the like list. you can oh, yeah. send your list and they will like break it down and, and tweak it and like send you back something that is, uh, that is, you know, a little bit better than, than when it came in. That's awesome. But I thought they were going to be giving out OG duels and like tweaking up my deck. <laughs> I'm like, sick, like, let's go sign, sign me up. Tony, I'll do that. If you send me 20 grand. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that's a, I think that's a shitty business model. Tony. <laughs> I don't know. Is what came to mind. Not, not saying it's successful for them. Just good for me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Thanks to magical hacker for commenting and, um, like I said, check out their stuff. They've got a YouTube channel. They've got like a Twitter, TikTok. They, you know, they've got a presence all over. They got some good shit out there. So they come to us with a salty story. It's similar in theme to something we've already talked about. So let's get into it. Last time I felt salty. I'm playing Nihiri the Lithomancer, toolbox of equipment, pun intended. 
And my three opponents in order are playing Itali, Primal Storm, Karametra, God of Harvests, and Selvala, Explorer Returned. Tony's favorite bay. <laughs> Itali player, turn one, drops a soul ring off of a mountain. Then Karametric goes land, exploration land. Sovala plays a land to drop into an animation module on turn one. So people are getting some good fast turns in. Lastly, Magical Hacker is the one without a turn one play, just dropping a land and passing happily. Itali's turn two consists of another land into a Manolith, Impulsive Pilferer. Karametric's turn two is another two lands and an Esper Sentinel, getting some good shit out there. Sovala's turn two is a land, a green sun zenith for a bird of paradise, and not paying for Esper Sentinel. Magical Hacker plays a land and passes again. <laughs> <laughs> now turn three. Itali plays another kind of mana rock, doesn't pay for Esper Sentinel either, plays an equipment that gives flying, and casts a braid on the animation module. Of all the things at the table, that's not what I would have worried about, especially with the Esper Sentinel. But honestly, I'm not even salty yet. Not even a little bit, truth be told. <laughs> the next two rounds are pretty straightforward, with my three opponents getting out their commanders while I tutor up a Citizen's Crowbar, knocking out the Esper Sentinel. There you go. A champ for the table. Mm -hmm. Atali attacks towards Selvala and exiles three lands and a Sword of Fire and Ice, which comes off of Magical Hacker's deck. So he concedes. The Atali player concedes. <laughs> to me, this is childish. Conceding because winning isn't as easy as you like means that you shouldn't be playing a game where 75% of players lose. It's that simple. Yeah, that gets me salty. That gets me salty too, Magical Hacker. That is yeah, insane. I'm, yeah. And like, oh my gosh. I'm, I, I on, oh, I only got one busted card instead of four. Yeah. I'm going to concede. That's... That's something else. Exactly. Like, so I commented back was just saying like Sword of Fire and Ice is honestly such a value piece. Like I would have gladly taken that and denied some potential land drops from the other players. Like the, that's totally fine. I mean, Sword of Fire and Ice is pinging out two damage. You can kill that bop. You can kill an Esper Sentinel if it comes back and you're drawing a card each turn on a Tali. Come on. Like that's so good. Yeah. And you're getting protection from like, yes. You know, some of the decks. Yeah. Wow. But like, <laughs> they can see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I love that. Swing with a Tali. Okay. We got a land, a land, a land, sort of fire and ice. All right. I, I can see. Yeah. That's <laughs> outrageous. Especially because at that point, other people's stuff has been targeted, but their stuff has not been targeted yet. <laughs> and they're still like, yeah. Mm, well, I'm not stomping quite hard enough so yeah. i'm just gonna scoop <laughs> so i'm trying to make sure i understand this correctly is it he he straight up just conceded or like he conceded because the player with the fire and ice conceded first so then he only got three lands no the itali player straight up just conceded straight up. the itali player the fuck, man? swung in got three lands and a sword of fire and ice off the itali triggers <laughs> and was like eh not good enough i'm out <laughs> I feel like in my brain, I was like, it can't, that can't be yeah. it. It's like incomprehensible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? He's got a tolly out on turn like three or four. And it's like, <laughs> it's so bad. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And that's a good point too, Tony. This guy got a tolly out so early and has a soul ring. Like your board state is very good. I, yeah. I don't know. 
it is just so funny to me. Like, hey, if you're going to play Itali, sometimes you whiff. Sometimes, I mean, believe it or not, Itali players, sometimes you might hit four lands. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, you just scoop your cards into the trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And pick up a new hobby. <laughs> Damn. I, I don't even know. what. Just straight to the salt rating. Like, what do you think? Oh, dude. This is like a full salt flat with all that land. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. this is, this is, this is a, this is a geography composed of salt. It is, it's just unreal. Unreal to me. Yeah, this is this is like a different dimension of salt because I just have a hard time comprehending yeah. like why and how and <laughs> and what this looks like. You know, I, I could never I, I can barely like Tony was saying, this situation is so strange that I almost believe that I, I was reading it wrong. You know, yeah. it almost <laughs> looks like I, I missed something in that. Dude's like bathing in soy sauce. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I, I think I'd think that the person was trolling. I'd be like, are you just fucking with me right now? Like, what is this? <laughs> He's literally we, got us like speechless. Like, I don't know what to say. Dumbfounded. <laughs> like, we have a joke in our pod that's like, oh, I don't know what to do. And someone will, without question, say, oh, you should just concede. Like, if anyone's <laughs> yeah. ever in the tank. And this situation looks like. He was like, hmm, I hit four lands. I don't know what to do. And someone says, oh, you should just concede. And he was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great idea, actually. I am going to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just insane. So thank you, Magical Hacker, for uh, for sharing the story with us. That is just, that is some rare salt. Gosh. I, I hope that is salt that few players get to experience in real life. Because that is, that is unreal. <laughs> Well, guys, I think it is that time of the week, the time for the salty card of the week. Mike, what you got for us this week? Hey. All right. I, uh, I've got us a nice, a nice fish. Um, I went and caught it. Well, I'll just get right into it. Get this it. This week's card is Thassa's Oracle. It's oh, too blue. that is a different fish. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is not what I was fish. thinking. <laughs> no, it's, it is definitely a fish, though. <laughs> It is two blue for a merfolk wizard, and it's a one-three creature. Uh, I'm going to skip the text because usually what the text on this card it says is you win the game. Yeah. Um, if you have no cards in your library. If you have no cards in your library, you win the game. Uh, there's, you know, it says some other stuff, but frankly, that's what it says uh, in probably 90% of the times that it's cast <laughs> in EDH. So, Tony, this one make you salty. You know, I, I've had varying levels of salt with this card from personal experience. The The most salt was when someone played it and I didn't really know how it worked yet because it first came out. <laughs> and I was like, like, they played it. The trigger went on the stack and I was like, I remove your creature. <laughs> and then they're like yeah get wrecked i still fucking win i was like okay the trigger resolves bitch yeah i'm like (laughs) god damn it Uh, so that was just me being a noob but i think that uh you know i mostly see this in cdh so it doesn't draw a ton of uh hate for me because 
there's a lot of like little ways to fuck with people with this mm, uh because totally. you can like stick cards back on their deck with things like noxious revival or or like make it so you can't lose a game with some of those white spells and stuff and yep so there's like there's like inter- interesting interactions to it there's like more interaction to it than you think but again i'm seeing that in like a cdh realm so it it feels a lot better there because i have the tools i haven't seen it in casual too much so I don't have a ton of salt from it other than that first time when I played like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i very similar uh, to Tony. I don't have a ton of salt when it comes to this card, but that is because our pod has a very clear distinction between CDH games and casual games. And I think a lot of people get salt for this card because it's showing up at casual tables and it's where it is a very oppressive win con. In CDH, like Tony said, you've got tons of different tools. Uh, I mean, there are a bunch of different ways to get around it. Like Endurance is a fantastic one where you put someone's graveyard back in their library. So they've exiled out their library. You cast Endurance down with the uh, trigger on the stack for Thassa's Oracle. You put their graveyard back on top of their library. Now they're just like doing what that card normally does, which is, I don't know, looking through the top X cards and pulling a card in. So... I think that like in CDH, you just have all these tools to deal with it. And it's just another win con out of many powerful win cons. When played at a casual table, man, it's frustrating because you don't have those tools. You're not really expecting to lose so suddenly with like a card that literally says, I'm going to win the game. That that doesn't even like even, even Lab Maniac and Lab Man Jace, which are two similar effects, are telegraphed way more because they need to be on the board already to have that effect happen, generally speaking. And other instant win cards like, you know, Approach of the Second Sun, you're seeing it cast once and then you know it's coming. So a lot of those cards get like telegraphed in advance and you can kind of plan for them. Thassa's Oracle just kind of hits and it's a bummer. I think another interesting piece of like salt that usually comes to the player who has played it is that when they do get sort of not necessarily a counter, but it lands and like something has like broken it. They don't even actually resolve the card because it does do other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, they're just like seething in salt because they're like, they just, they're like, all right, fine. I don't win. Yeah, yeah, You're up. Yeah, You don't even resolve it. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mike? What do you think? I think I'm the same as, as both of you guys. I think, you know, we see it so much more commonly in CDH and it's kind of okay there. It's still a little strong, but it's kind of okay there. I think this is probably so high on the salt rating because people see it in a casual game and it's really painful. So th- this card, like we're all saying, a lot of casual players don't like it. There's actually a lot of arguments out there for this to be banned. Lots of people want it to be banned and things like that. I don't really think it needs to be banned because it's, I mean, this is like a rule zero conversation, right? Or like your typical, like talking about power levels and stuff. And whenever I hear uh, my friends who play mostly casual formats having an issue with Thassa's Oracle, what I recommend they do, which I know this isn't everyone's cup of tea, but again, I don't think everybody has tried it. I recommend they try playing CDH because when you have a outlet in your play group for those extremely powerful, extremely quick and uh, aggressive win cons, you no longer play them in your casual decks. Like when we all started playing CDH, we took all of our super powerful oppressive shit and popped it into our CDH decks. And because of that, our casual meta became way healthier. 
our win cons were more easily managed by our opponents. The power levels became more balanced. It gave us a, an outlet for that powerful shit and also gave us a safer space where we knew we weren't going to encounter that powerful stuff. You know, one of the, the other things that really differentiates this card from a lot of the salty cards of the week that we've covered so far, and that, again, makes me really surprised to see it so far up here, is that even when this does work and comes down and wins a game, at least the game is over. You know, you can shuffle up and play your next one. So many of the cards on here we've seen have been like, okay, the game is dragging on mm. and on and on because of it. But this is just like, okay, you know, I guess you won. Maybe it's not a super satisfying win, but it is done now. At least we get to play another one. Definitely. So. Where did this fall on the on the list? Yeah, so we are getting a little bit deeper down, but not as far as you might think. This is the 16th card out 16th. of the uh, the top 100. So Still more blue. Lots of blue. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck these blue players. <laughs> one of my friends literally just texted me about how he loves the line, blue is a trash color for trash players. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, no, it's not. Blue's great. All right, I think that's it for the salty card of the week. Thanks, Mike. That was a wicked good one. Love that one. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, we appreciate you all jumping on and listening to the podcast. Uh, we've been getting a lot of positive feedback from the community about our podcast lately. And I just got to say, like, we're all so appreciative of everybody listening, all of our friends being supportive of it, people subscribing and coming back week after week. I mean, we're just, we're just so stoked that you find this stuff is funny and entertaining as we do. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think even if we didn't have listeners, we would just keep doing this because it's a lot of fun. But man, it is great to have people who actually enjoy it too. I mean, it's just so cool to see. Let it be known we are international phenomenon right now. <laughs> yeah, we have we have a couple listeners. We've got like a listener. We've got a huge following in Singapore. Got and four downloads in, in uh... Singapore <laughs> and one in Russia, baby. Oh, there's two yeah. in the UK this morning. Wow, man. That yeah. that one UK listener is going to hear this episode. And like, we're talking about you. I feel so seen. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's just been it's just been awesome. So I just wanted to mention that. So we're going to be posting weekly episodes dropping uh, Wednesdays at midnight. Keep an eye out for our posts on Thursdays. If you want to find us on Reddit, our username is The Howling Salt Mine. If you see us wandering around the Reddit, posting on things, you know, definitely say hi. Feel free to DM us if you have salty stories or if you post a salty story that you want us to see or, you know, have on our radar and maybe include in the show. And definitely check out the links in our bio on our Reddit account, because that will link you to all of our social media pages, all the different ways to get the podcast. And, you know, you can share it with your friends from there. Feel free to email us as well. We would love to be getting salty stories through email. Our Gmail is thehowlingsaltmine at gmail.com. In previous episodes, we may have said howlingsaltmine at gmail.com. That one works too. They both work. We have them all. <laughs> <laughs> and when you do send in those stories, as we love to say, keep it short, sweet, and to the salt. We love it when those stories are nice and compact, you know, a couple paragraphs, we can really rattle it off on the show, leave plenty of time for commentary. If you do want to send us something longer, that's totally cool, but we will paraphrase it a little bit and some of that content may get cut out just to get it sized correctly for the show. 
Uh, but we want to hear from you either way. If it's a story where you were super salty by a card or a situation, or better yet, a story where you made someone else super salty, like the one that our friend Magical Hacker said today, you know, those stories are just amazing, especially with crazy shit like that, that is just flabbergasting. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to plug or mention? Uh, I'm still just a skater boy. You can't fucking kickflip for beans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, neither can I, but but I'm not making those claims. Uh, you guys should follow Mike streaming. Yeah, so the schedule is a little wonky these days, but I generally try and stream weekdays, uh, Monday through Friday from 2 to 5 p.m. I've been traveling a little bit this summer, so I'm in and out, but uh, that's generally the schedule. And recently I've been playing a bunch of Baldur's Gate Alchemy Draft, which is surprising even me because I don't really like alchemy as a concept, but the the draft environment is pretty fun. So stop by if you're interested in that. Well, thanks again, everybody. Um, You know, once again, stay salty. And don't forget to draw an additional card during your draw step. It's the Howling Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Tony. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I ask you to be professional. <laughs> Fuck, I have to bring up the, the outline, guys. Get rigged. <laughs> He's not professional now. I'm not professional at all. <laughs> I have too many things open.